Welcome back, all you fabricants and fleshbacks, to the super, not, funny show, Supercast. I am Mo De Poupay, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture. And I'm joined by my good friend, uh, the video game enthusiast, uh, comic book fan, all around, uh, all around, you know, nerd aficionado, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing today? I'm doing great. It's how's uh, about this news? Ab- absolutely. I, um, I was gonna say it's it's been a it's been a bit of a week for for superhero stuff. Well, a bit of a quiet week, I'd say. But still, we got Loki to talk about, and we got a, some news to talk about. Um, you know, all about the superhero uh, genre outside of comic books, where we talk about. You know, we're gonna be talking about video games and TV and movies, all that fun stuff. So. Um, Let's all go ahead and jump on in. Of course, this this week we're going to be uh, following up on last week's episode where uh, we were talking about Loki. We're going to talk about Loki again. We're going to talk about Loki episode two today. And we're calling this episode Through the Loki Glass. So <laughs> it all makes sense when we get uh, to talking about Loki episode two a little bit later. But first, but first... Uh, you know, we got to jump into this whole, you know, the whole news thing. Uh, talk about what happened this week in superhero uh, media. Uh, so we're going to get to our news items for the week. And um, we're going to kick it off with some Marvel news. Um, we seem to be doing, we, we seem to do that a lot. Have you, I, I don't know, Lottie, have you noticed that, that Marvel, they're always seem to be moving and shaking. There's always some, there's always some stuff going on with them every week. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel's actually doing something. DC literally doesn't know what they're doing. So, well, you know, to be fair to them, and I will mention it later, but they they've got some stuff going on. You know what they're what DC's got going on is they've got things in production, um, which unfortunately for them means that they don't have a huge amount to show. They have a lot to talk about, but even then, you know, you don't actually want to be talking too much about the property before it's you know ready to hit hit anything so they're they are working though um but this week starting off with marvel just a little a little quick bit of uh casting news they're all because again they're always up to something we got to realize something that marvel is always they have you know four movies a year and they also have this year at least they have six tv uh, projects going on so uh, part of that is uh that next year they're going to be releasing the She-Hulk TV show. So they're currently uh, filming. I believe they're, they're currently, if they're not filming, they're preparing to film. So part of that is that they've cast, uh, they've cast apparently the series villain. Well, it's apparently going to be the series villain. Uh, a woman named Jamila Jamil, who I'm not familiar with, but apparently she did a, a really good job on this uh, show called The Good Place. It's a sitcom from NBC. But she's been cast to be these villain Titania. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how familiar you are with Titania, uh, Lottie. Not very. Familiar. Not not at all. It's and it, it'd be okay because there's like it's like a million people in Marvel comics. Um, but she is she is a a villain that has a, a, apparently she can she can grow really big. And she's strong, super strong, and everything. So of course she's going to give uh, Jen Walters, aka She Hulk, the business if she can help it. You know, it's, she actually has the powers to 
you know, sort of stand up to she she Hulk, who who as we know, Jen, you know, Jen Walter, she's the cousin of of uh, Bruce Banner, and you know, she, at least in the comics, she gets her her hulking ability from Bruce in a in a blood transfusion, but she has somewhat of a, a, a smaller, a more scaled down version of his powers, and so of course, if she's going to be a super powered, you know super strong person someone that she fights is going to have to be similar and um another interesting fact about titania is that uh she is in the comics she is the girlfriend i don't know if they were ever married but girlfriend of of the absorbing man so maybe we could see absorbing man in there too i I thought you were about to say titania man (laughs) no not titania man no um the absorbing man uh is uh, her boyfriend. So we could see them. Uh, we could see them both. But we, we know for sure that she will be um, in the show. And also, um, we have the the Marvels. Um, it's a, it's a, which is a movie that I know I'm looking forward to a lot. Jen is looking forward to a lot because she loves Captain Marvel. That's our favorite Marvel TV show, period. And I'm, I think, I, I recall you did like the movie. Uh, am, I, I'm not, am I right? I want a Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's just it lost me at the end when she was fighting the main like the main Creed woman. I, it just lost me there. But besides that, I actually enjoyed the movie. Right. Well, so we know the sequel to it is coming out next year, and they are in fact um, they're gearing up for it. They haven't started filming yet, but they are gearing up for it. And part of that is that they've also uh, added to the cast. They're they're continuing to add to the cast. Um, in in advance of you know getting ready to film, and so they are adding a uh, Korean uh, star. Make sure, make sure I'm saying his name right. I probably won't. So <laughs> I'm just going to tell you now. But it's uh, Park Seo Joon, who, if you, um, I recognize him. He was in um, in Parasite, uh, the the Academy Award win- winning film from uh, twenty I mean from 2019. Or, or, or was it 2020? 2019. Uh, 2019 Academy Award winner uh, from uh, from Korea. And he, I remember seeing him in there, and I was like, oh, I recognize that guy. And so he was pretty good in, in Parasite, so I've, you know, I don't know who he's going to be, but I expect uh, that he will turn in um, a good performance. So, you know, they're moving along right now. There's, I mean, I'm sure there's more behind-the-scenes stuff going on. Um, but they are they are making moves on, on not just the TV side but also um, the movie side. So I expect we'll see more of that uh, as as the months uh, continue. Yeah. Um. S- speaking of Hulk, though, the She-Hulk show. This isn't about casting, but it's about a potential storyline. Now, uh, Lottie, do you did you ever you ever read or see the Planet Hulk? Um, either the Planet Hulk animated movie or the parts. I've seen bits and pieces right. of it. Yeah. So Planet Hulk was uh they sort of mined some of Planet Hulk for Thor Ragnarok. So if you mm-hmm. remember Thor Ragnarok when he landed up on Sakar and there was the gladiator games and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, he had the uh yeah, he had the uh World Breaker Hulk on. Yeah, yeah. On so and and you know Hulk was Hulk was there and had you know when he uh, was it in, in um, 
in Avengers Age of Ultron, he, he got kind of got shot into space. And then we didn't know what happened to him, and then he ended up on this planet. Well, that was all. All of that was from this comic book story called Planet Hulk, uh, which I recommend anybody who hasn't read Planet Hulk go go uh, go read it it's pretty it's pretty damn cool and it essentially boils down to the avengers decide that you know hulk hulk's rampaging is too dangerous for the earth so they they shoot him into space and he ends up in a wormhole and he ends up on sakar and he's a gladiator and then there's he he becomes the center of a revolution against the ruling uh dynasty and and in the process in the comic book he meets this um this woman who's a you know she's she's what they call an old strong which is she she essentially she gains her power have you ever seen like this uh uh you know fantasy book where someone gains their power from the earth and like the 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 heart of the planet makes them super strong and all and you know all this other stuff that's her race her race the old strong race on the planet sakar that's what they do they can control they have what you it would be closely called not even it would be earth magic or either earth bending if you watch avatar but it's much more deep than that so he uh they meet and then they fall in love and they have and they have a kid and the kid is named scar and he is part hulk part old strong Uh, so he's not quite as big and powerful as his dad but he's powerful in a different way and there's a rumor, there's a rumor uh, coming from the direct that uh, the Disney Plus She-Hulk series, which is going to have Bruce Banner in it, it's going to have smart, I hope it's smart Hulk, is Scar is going to show up and be a, a, a plot, a plot line or something like that coming to maybe confront his father uh, because, you know, Hulk was on the planet for how many years? Uh, so apparently... Uh, Hulk has a has a kid that's going to come. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How long in the movie? He was only there for maybe what two, three years. Yeah, yeah. He he was. So is this? Yeah, you're oh, one. So you're, wait, wait. So you're I keep at, forget. Yes. I, you know, I keep forgetting. There was like a five to six year time skip. Well, I mean, since that that's not. Well, you would think that that's the thing. But no, the thing about old strongs in the comic and the old strongs when they're born, they're they become they mature to ad- adulthood in like a year. So they go from oh. a newborn to to grown up in about a year. And then, in fact, in the comics, there there's a follow up to that because when Hulk leaves, Hulk leaves uh, Sakar to come to Earth to ha- kind of get revenge on the Avengers for sending him out. Um, and thinking that they tried to kill him. And Scar is left on Sakar and he, he basically, you know, is raised up and becomes a badass in his own right. So um and he has some animosity against his dad because of that. So um I wonder how much they're gonna do that. But it's interesting that that's where they're 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 reaching into some some of the more recent kinda awesome stories, uh, to tell uh, to tell Marvel stories right now, and I, that makes me wonder, like, where where else are they going to go uh, with some of these stories? Do you think they could get Secret Wars? You know, we, we might get Secret Wars, man. We might. I mean, we kind of got the Infinity Saga, so, but we, I mean, we might Secret Wars. It could be there. There, there could be, 
you know, Planet Doom. There could be all sorts of stuff. We, I don't know. It's it's the sky's the limit. But Skark showing up is is pretty cool. I, I think. I fuck. I love that comic book. And uh, Spider Man and Wolverine were going throughout the uh, the universes. I forgot what these things were. I think they were time stones or different stones that can alter like reality. Right. You remember? <laughs> Those uh those those two black dudes that were going all over destroying the timelines and Spider Man and um Wolverine ended up in a timeline where Doom was a planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty yeah, no, they they've done some, some pretty crazy stuff uh uh in the comics recently, so yeah, hell, what am I talking about recently? They've done some weird ass shit in the comics for decades, but uh, it's interesting that, like I said, they are mining uh, stuff from the last 15, 15-ish years. So we could see Scar um, and She-Hulk next next year. Um, this is something I know that's that's kind of near to your heart because I know you're 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 more so than I am, far more so than I am. You're the video gamer. So, and I know you just you were you love the hell out of Marvel's Avengers. So, so here's some good news for you. Um, the Marvel's Avengers uh, DLC for the Black Panther um, is, oh, what is it? I forget what it's called, Black Panther or something, Wakanda, uh, has, is going to be released soon. They put a trailer out for this uh, DLC. So I have not played the game. It looked interesting enough to me. Um, I don't know what they're asking you to do in it because I don't think there was any gameplay footage. I think it was mostly cutscene. But um, what did you think about that that um, that trailer? It's not <clears throat> that trailer. Whatever they have in store is not going to save that game. <laughs> it's well, well. I mean, why do you why do you have such reservations for this uh, for this DLC? It's not the DLC. It's the game itself. See, the problem with the Marvel Avengers game is that, one, it gets very repetitive very quickly. And then, two, you it's like they force you to play these characters, and they're not as fun, and they don't get very good abilities. Like, it, like... It's like for this game, the Marvel Avengers game, it doesn't get good until the end. And a lot of people don't have the patience to go through and play this game to earn everything and get all the stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Because I, f- I feel like with the storyline that they went with, it really handicapped the game. But who knows? Maybe, maybe with the Black Panther, um, you know, DLC you know, you'll be actually able to just play as Black Panther. And we'll see. You know, I'm actually uh, more excited for the uh, the Gardens of the Galaxy oh, game. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that, and that was, I was going to mention that next. The, um, that wasn't the only Square Enix. Um, <laughs> that wasn't the only Square Enix trailer for a video game. The other trailer was going to be uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which now – let, let me help me get this right. The development studio that's that did Marvel's Avengers, it's not going to be the same group of people that are doing the Guardians game. It's a different no. different group, right? 
Uh, the people who are working on Guardians of the Galaxy help uh, make Final Fantasy uh, Seven okay. remake, and it's also going to be a single player game. Yeah, it's uh, a single player game. You only play as Quill. It's it's literally like almost like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts, where I, you yeah. only Not, you only play as Quill, right. and you control. You basically tell the other characters what to do in combat. Right. But the thing about it is they're making it to where, you know, you 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 are literally Quill and you have to handle all of these egos. So it's like for example, Rocket might want to do something and uh Drax might want to do something. You can't do both of them. So if you go with what Drax wants, Rocket might feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it will affect the way he performs until that mission is over. You know what I mean? All right. I was hoping from the looks of it, it'd be more like, I don't know, um, not Assassin's Creed. Because I wanted the the combat, I wanted it to be like, is this going to be like Marvel Spider-Man or, or, um, <laughs> or Batman or even, I don't know, um, Uncharted even. I was like, that's... I, I couldn't tell, but it, I mean, I'm glad that they showed some gameplay footage because, I mean, you know, I don't I don't want to see cut scenes. I want to see how the game's actually going to play. So that was nice looking. I do kind of, it kind of sucks to me it's a single player. Uh, I would really love, like, I love one of these, these teams or one of these, you know, AAA, you know, title producing studios to make a new Marvel Ultimate Alliance that would be like you know everybody every you know, well multiple people can play you know yeah. in the same it, place kicking ass unfortunately in the video game industry they stupidly believe couch co-op is dead for some reason mm. and it's not and you you know honestly it's not me speculating they've li- like eat the, career, the the boss of EA said couch gaming is dead and we just look at him and just say what makes you think that oh well they want you know why this they, they want everyone to have buy their own copy yeah you know, uh, of the game and <clears throat> ridiculous i mean i've got one playstation at the house and I, I don't i don't i i'm i cannot tell you how many times i've had to convince myself not to go buy another playstation 4 just so that you know, Jen and I can't can just play a video game together. You know, I get I'll get two copies of the game and two PS4s just so we can go, go you know play it and not have a you know a shitty split yeah. and have HUDs or it's, whatever. It's really annoying. It's just it's ridiculous. It's like Call of Duty. One thing I gotta give Call of Duty is for some reason they're the, one of the few gaming companies that still believes in couch co-op. They'll let you play online online together. And, like, it just amazes me how these other companies literally try to say they have a hard time doing it. But Call of Duty is doing it just fine. Right. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, I did think those, those two trailers looked cool. Um, I'm not a huge gamer, so my likelihood of, of checking them out are pretty low. But um, I will, of course, ask I'll you. I get it on sale. I, I, I'm about to say I know you're gonna probably hit it up, so I'll I'll ask when you what you think sale. about it. When it's on sale, <laughs> I'm not buying that at full price. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. So, 
you know, we've been uh, the last couple weeks. It's been low key Wednesdays, right? Uh, they mm-hmm. uh, Disney decided, hey, you know, we're gonna have low key premiere on Wednesday rather than on Friday, and apparently. Uh, you know, Loki had the biggest opening of any original show on Disney Plus. I think it was like 88 million views or something like that. So uh, apparently, Disney likes that. They like they like the whole setup, and they've got some other pragmatic reasons for it too. But they've decided that every Disney Plus series, thank I, I don't want to say thanks to Loki, but in part to Loki, um, every Disney Plus series is going to be premiering on Wednesday. So from now on, any any new now, most of the, you know they actually have plenty of new stuff on Disney Plus that I have no desire to watch at all. Now I don't care about High School Musical, the musical, the series, the whatever. <laughs> don't give. There's a bunch of stuff, but they do have stuff like the Star Wars stuff. They've got all the Marvel things. So the idea apparently is that all Disney Plus series, like I said, are going to original series are going to premiere on Wednesdays, and of course every they'll put out new episodes every week. And at the same time, Fridays are going to be for the Disney original movies. Um, Makes th- sense because right. Let's just be honest. Nobody wants to watch a TV show on a Friday in the summer. Right or any time really. So, yeah. Well, I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. You know I'm a movie guy. You know Jen and I we are movie people. You know remember you know we used to hit up before the pandemic. We used to hit up uh, the local AMC three times a week right so we're we're in the theater and you know friday's traditionally a movie uh night for people that's when people go out to go hit hit the movies and in this critical time you know recovering from the pandemic the studios really need to get butts back in those seats and they're not going to do it by having something major like falcon and winter soldier or loki or you know later this year Hawkeye premiering on a Friday they want their movies to have a premiere on Friday and the TV show to be on Wednesday so that's it's just I mean it's just smart you gotta think about it Wednesday you see Hawk mm-hmm. like think about this on July let's see we, what what day uh, yeah, so we're on episode 2 we just saw episode 2 this week uh, the next 3 weeks are going to be Loki and the week after that's going to be Black Widow they want you to be conditioned during the week, Wednesday, hit up Disney Plus. You, that's where you're gonna get your Star Wars and your Marvel or whatever. Friday, go to the theater, hit it up so you can you can check out Black Widow or Shang Chi or any of that stuff. It's just it makes sense to me, like, and I'm down with it. You know, they, they don't have to wait till Friday to do it to do a podcast about uh, Loki or any any other thing like that. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. This, do you think they're doing? You think they're doing the right thing, or does it does it matter at all? Is this just like? This is just. I mean, no big deal. I mean, honestly, I do feel more comfortable watching. I mean, honestly, like the only reason why, like d- d- during the time when Invincible and uh, what is that the, the other TV show, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. was showing, and I was able to watch it on a Friday because there was nothing to really do. There was really no game out. There was nothing, you know, but now it's summertime, there's stuff to do, there's games coming out in rapid session. So, especially a Friday, you kind of don't want to sit down and watch something on a Friday. So now it's being on a Wednesday, it's so much easier, and it breaks the week up. 
You right. know what I mean? It's a it's perfect in my opinion. Keep it on a Wednesday. I enjoy it. It breaks the week up because every time when I'm like halfway through the week, it's Tuesday. I'm like, oh shoot, Loki comes out tomorrow. You know, Wednesday comes around, and of course, right. Loki's out. So now you know, right? And you know, it it, it ex- I I really think they're doing the right thing by move keeping it on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, same. You agreed. Um. So that's uh, that's the Marvel news. Uh, we have just a little a couple other stories. So. Sony Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man universe. So you know we're we're expecting more, you know, Morbius and and um, Venom's coming out soon. Of course, they're working on into the Spider-Verse too. But uh, we also know uh, from a couple weeks ago that they are working on a Craven the Hunter. And this again, file this as a rumor, but you know it's interesting to speculate. There is a rumor that. The chameleon could be the villain of the Craven movie, uh, the chameleon. And uh, if you're a spy, if you're a Spidey head, if you if you're into the the daily doings of one Peter Parker, uh, the spectacular mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you know Chameleon is one of his longtime foes. He's an OG Spider-Man foe. He he's a sinister uh, sinister six type of dude, and uh, he's not a joke. Not, a, not not in fact uh, mm-hmm. you know you, and you watch the spider-man uh cartoons i i don't i didn't watch them but i know that they had chameleon in there and he's a he's an, uh, he's a killer right he's a hired killer that can look like anybody so is he a worthy villain for craven and is the you know as as they say in the wrestling world is he a good heel to put craven over as like sort of an anti-hero we'll see i mean one of my favorite things in the uh, Spider-Man, like the 90s TV show, is when, because, uh, so, you know, this is back, you know, of course, the 90s. They don't want to have, of you know, a killer doing stuff. So they had Chameleon, uh, it, you know, it, uh, impersonated as Peter Parker. And Peter Parker ended up kissing a woman. And, like, when Peter Parker was going up the stairs to his house, he was like, Spidey sense tingling. And he was like wondering why. He's looking around and he opens up the door and Mary Jane slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like <laughs> chameleon ruining his life. Yeah. And how is he going to explain it? Because at the time Mary Jane doesn't even know he's Spider Man. So how is he gonna explain that's not me? <laughs> yeah, wh- like like Shaggy, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that you know the thing is, I I buy this, um, because Craven's not a super. He's not a super human, right? He's no. just really really good at what he does. He's not a superhuman. He's definitely he's maybe you know physically speaking, one of the fittest humans on the planet. Sure, and Chameleon is not really depending on the version of him. He's not superhuman either. He's just really good at his disguises. Uh, there is mm-hmm. a version of the chameleon that he sort of sh- he can shape change his face, but um, and, you know, however they do it, even if they sort of go that way, you have Craven, who could be fighting a version of himself. You know, uh, some you know someone impersonating him could be putting him uh, in a bad situation as far as what he looks like. Maybe this is you know because maybe he's uh, you know it's he's a spy for another country and you know is trying to either expose Craven or something. We, we don't know. I'm speculating right now. You know how you know better than to do that. But 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Chameleon gave Spider-Man the business back in the day. So if he can give Spider-Man the business, no reason he couldn't uh, he couldn't make Craven uh, work hard too. And uh, and of course the other thing about the Chameleon is sometimes he is working for a government, so that could be a government, uh, you know, a a hostile foreign government who is pulling the strings of the Chameleon. So there's mm-hmm. always that angle too. Yeah. Um, I'm there for it. You know what? D- d- why not? Throw a little of that chameleon juice on there. Um, <laughs> it won't hurt. Uh, Craven, uh, like I said, he kind of does need to be put over as an as an anti-hero if he's going to lead his own movie. So um, we'll we'll see. I'll we'll check back and see if that actually comes to to pass uh, in the coming year. And finally, finally, I want I want I have to save this for last. I want to save this for last because it's the <laughs> It's it's a bit of a hot gossip or whatever you want to call it, uh, pertaining to our the Caped Crusader, uh, Batman himself. So I haven't watched it, but the Harley Quinn show on uh, HBO Max is very popular. Uh, it's apparently a very R-rated adult take on uh, Harley Quinn and the whole Batman's Rogues Gallery. It's very popular. It's going into its um, third season, I want to say. I think it's in production mm-hmm. right now. So there's a story that um, they were asking the one of the creators, writers of the show, like, was there anything, you know, the DC, did they get, you know, they tell you, nope, you can't do this. And the thing that she said that they weren't allowed to do was to mm-hmm. have a scene where they had to cut a scene where uh, B- Batman uh, gives oral sex to Catwoman. So that's and of course we and now and now you know of course if you're not aware, but Batman and Selena Kyle have a long history of dancing around each other, and then most recently in the um, in the comics, you know they got married and stuff like that. There's a there's a back and forth romance between the two of them, but they didn't want to show, uh, they didn't want the show to have Batman giving oral sex. And of course, and it's it spawned all these memes and jokes and stuff like that. But apparently, the the reasoning was we can't be selling kids toys with Batman being a pussy licker. Apparently, you know, he just he he doesn't do such things. Uh. They they said literally heroes don't do that, and and all the jokes were like, oh, so heroes are selfish lovers, or they, and all. This. It's really funny. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. <laughs> the thing is. <laughs> So, and you gotta, you know what? And I'm gonna tell you, I I understand, I understand why they say that, but um, I I don't know. What do you, what's your take on this? That is, I love it. That is freaking hilarious. My take on them taking it out is just plain stupid. I mean, what are you talking about? Was Batman doesn't eat. Come on, man. Batman is a billionaire playboy. Pretty sure he's done a lot of other stuff to women worse than just eating them out. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> he said Batman. So we're promoting Batman to be a selfish lover. <laughs> it's just, I, sometimes, sometimes these these uh move like you know these movie and these like companies, they mean so well when they do stuff. But then the internet just destroys it. <laughs> <laughs> it is just yeah. so hilarious. 
And you know, I like I said, I get it. Do you know? To be honest, Batman, Batman, and and the Super Friends, and Batman is. You know, if you if you look at any given time, you can watch a Batman show that's aimed directly at kids. So I I get it. You know, they got toys to sell. They got. You know, they got but they it's got a rated R. Yeah, I I get it, but uh, you know they got to, you know Batman is it's an animated series too. That's that doubly hurts it. Like it doesn't matter if Harley Quinn is doing some some shit because I mean she's a bad guy. I would argue though that if they're so worried about Batman, they should be worried about Harley Quinn because little girls love Harley Quinn. They love the shit out of her, and. I get it because her first incarnation in Batman the animated series, she's psychotic, but she's also very like you know cheerful and she she does all the things that that uh, you know kids would would be uh, attracted to, and plus she has a cool costume that little girls or little boys if they want to can can uh, can dress up as. So why aren't they so protective of Harley Quinn? Which and I suspect it's because they've they just recently put her in an R-rated movie. Where she's saying all sorts of shit anyway, uh, but not but, Batman. Batman's not allowed. Not allowed to. Uh, not allowed to taste. Chase. Was, he, he can chase. He can chase the cat. He can't taste the cat though. So, I mean, but the thing that doesn't make any sense is, of all people, Batman. Batman, but, the darkest hero DC has. If it was Superman, would his clean-shaven face make sense? But Batman, come on now. Let's just be honest. <laughs> of all the things Batman has done, eating vagina is probably the <laughs> cleanest thing he's probably done. <laughs> just that does that does make me think. Like, uh, like I, I wonder which. If you're a woman, who do you prefer, Clark Clark Kent or Bruce Wayne? Like, I, I wonder which <laughs> which way <it> goes. <laughs> <laughs> Clark, Clark just he's just he just strikes me as a missionary only kind of kind of guy. Yeah, he's he's the kind of guy. Superman's the kind of guy that he he gets in, he gets out, he enjoys himself. You know, he, I, I don't he, think he's self. He, I don't think he's a selfish lover. I I honestly really do believe because of the way uh, Clark is as a person. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would but say he's not. He, but she, he's not getting down yeah, and dirty. Lo, like, Lois like is Lois is going to get hers. But yeah. she's really going to be thinking like, why don't we ever change positions? <laughs> like, yeah, but he, but he, she, he, he's not getting down and dirty like Batman. Yeah. Batman is, Batman is doing everything in the book. Batman and, probably got his own dungeon. Well, and you also think <laughs> of the fact that he, he, in some incarnations, he was trained by the the League of Shadows, and you know those guys are assassins, and part of their assassin training is probably has to, has to do with you know, you know something's you know luring people into sexual positions or something so he's I mean, got to know something i mean let's just be honest the daughter of one of the most dangerous people in the world will literally die for that man what did batman do to that, that woman he, what he, did batman you know what, you, you do know, to talia you know what he did he ate that pussy that's what see y'all doing it wrong <laughs> wb doing it wrong D, he batman must eat the pussy that's just what it is like, y'all, just, play, y'all playing you, around you got it like seriously like i tell people this all the time about like talia it's like everyone's like well batman's a billionaire but i'm like talia is the daughter of one of the most dangerous men in the planet i'm pretty sure there are billionaires around the world that love her this woman will literally step in front of a bullet for batman what did he do to her 
<laughs> what did put, Batman do to that woman? It, you know, he's <clears throat> it weren't it wasn't the bat penis, it was the bat it was the bat tongue. That's what it was. Like that utility he took that utility belt and then you know, he started spray he is I'll tell you what, that utility belt probably got whipped cream and shit all in it. It's I'm telling like I said, he has a bat cave. I'm pretty sure he has another no, bat yeah, cave. Yeah, I'm sure. That, that, they, they don't. He don't. There's that one little that one little room that Robin was never allowed to go into. <laughs> he has a special bat suit. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's a that's a good that's a good story. It it doesn't mean anything. I know. I you know that they said that i get it i get why they said it but it is funny and and um it's also interesting to see that that's they're just like in in the harley quinn show they're saying well what can we do what else can would they let us do if that's the thing that they wouldn't <laughs> let them do i'm just like okay because i've heard that i've heard that there's a um, implications of because you know Har- harley and uh and i and ivy uh are they're dating now and apparently uh there's a scene where uh Harley like gets up out of bed and she's picking like like uh leaves and like twigs and stuff out of her mouth and I was like what <laughs> that's in the show <laughs> 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 So I got we got to check that show out actually. We you know we might, we might have to make that make that something uh we do and and talk about it on, on the on the show so um. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> is it animated or it's, is it live an, action? It's animated. <laughs> oh my god! What? What? what it's on HBO. It's H- HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gotta check that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I need to borrow my brother's HBO Max. Oh man. On that note, that, that's the news for the week. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys. Uh, have any any news items that y'all want us to talk about? I think we missed or whatever. Uh, hit us up down in the comments. Uh, let us know. Also, you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail dot com or at super not funny s one on Twitter. Uh, let us know about any of those uh, things you want us to talk about. So moving on, we're gonna move on to the main part of our show, and of course because it's uh, week number two of Loki, we're gonna uh, talk about. Uh, Loki episode two, and uh, what is that? Through the Loki glass, uh, where we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna discuss the shenanigans, the goings on at the TVA uh, with now Agent Loki and uh, Mobius. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first before I give my impression. So, uh, Lottie, what did you think about episode two of Loki? Loved it. Loved episode two. By the way, I have to admit, Loki looks real good in that in that suit. I have to admit, he looks really good in that suit. First of all, it is hilarious that in the beginning they thought he was BSing and lying about Orson name being behind outside the tent. Well, she really was. Well, oh yeah, I was about well, to say let's not let's yeah. not get too far well, into this. Just like, you know, how about how about this? Just like your. <clears throat> General, okay, my general impro- impressions, not non-spoiler. Yeah, yeah, my, non-spoiler. Okay, I apologize. It's it was. I really enjoyed the episode. This is giving me. This show is giving me um, WandaVision like vibes, where it's like it's not what you think it is, but it is really good to watch. It's not action. It's not like 
action where you're getting, you're seeing a lot of choreography and fists flying everywhere. But there's a lot of good like drama and different type of action happening, and it, it's really good in my opinion. I love how they're 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 knocking hard on the 1985 of the TVA. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the, then the hologram is. Act, I thought the hologram. I thought that was just a video, but it's an actual sentient being. It just I couldn't believe it. I was just like, this is an actual, you know, the uh, the little t- the uh, the thing that's explaining the, explain the TVA in the first episode, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was just a recording. I thought it was just a recording, but it's an actual sentient being trying to teach Loki, and Loki's just ignoring her, trying to hit her. He was like, "Are you a recording, or are you actually sentient?" And she was like, "Well, both." And that's what he tried to hit her. Hey, hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, and then, and also, I loved how they brought back the uh, the dude from the first episode that Loki kept messing with, the one that he uh, that he threatened. Yeah. What's the guy's <laughs> name? What is that dude's name? Uh, they brought K- him back. K- Casey. That's Casey. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, can I borrow your drink?" You. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! Uh, I love Marvel's humor. I love how Marvel loves to like give us little tea leaves in like the first episode or something and they end the joke the joke you have to really pay attention for the joke to be really funny and i love that about marvel's humor so it sounds to me like you liked you liked the episode you said yeah I, I liked it i liked it a lot all right um so my impression my impressions um you know i feel more or less about this episode like I did about last week's episode um, in the sense that I like, I like what's going on. I, I like, I'm going to say, I like the show. I like the episode. I don't know that I loved it. Uh, there is some, and I, I was double checking with Jen to see if I'm, I was, you know, if she was feeling something similar. We both seem to feel, seem to feel like this is fun and it's interesting. We like where it's going. But it's not gripping enough. It's to me. There are parts of, um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. I was like, oh shit, what the? And I'm like, oh, what's what's going on here? And I'm and I'm kind of you know yeah. the, the leaning on you know going on the edge of your seat. <clears throat> and I understand that this is not that kind of. It's not an actiony show. There are moments in in the episode where I'm like, ha, and I'm like, oh, and or I'm sitting talking to Jen. I'm like, oh, well, you know, well, this must be this and this, and so I'm sort of got my speculation brain on. Um, but there's an awful lot of, I don't want to say treading water, but there's a bunch of points where I I feel like I'm watching a show I've sort of seen before, and it took me a minute until I kind of was listening to other people talk about it, realized that it was because. The format of the show is very similar to watching something like uh, 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 Law and Order or something like that. Not the not the part, not the judge and jury part, but the part where they're investigating the crime. And it's very much an a, a, a procedural show in that sense, mm-hmm. except it, it features Loki being his you know awesomely arrogant self and and uh, you know. Uh, Owen Wilson is he's really great kind of like shooting him down you know kind of keep, you know, bring him back down and the whole little the whole little thing between um, 
between Loki and uh, what's her name? Uh, Hunt, Hunter B15, that's the name uh, Wunmei Mosaku uh, plays. Their little back and forth, that's that's fun. There's a lot of real fun stuff going on in here. Uh, a lot of uh, and the part you said, the little the um, the 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 time, the the clock woman, whatever her name, Miss Minutes, that's her name. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, it's fun watching that interaction. You, you kind of want, and and it's fun to hear them give voice to the things we were asking questions about. Now, there's questions I had, like, you know, who the hell are the timekeepers, and why do you think they're right, and you know, are we doing the right thing? There's a lot of fun stuff in there. But I was spending half of the episode being like, why isn't this, why don't I have a feeling in my guts like I've got to watch this show because it's it's like got a grip on me. And I wasn't feeling that for most of the episode, <clears throat> which isn't to say that was bad, wasn't, wasn't bad. And the end of the episode was very, very interesting. Uh, and I liked the way it, it all played out. I'm just trying to figure out what about this show isn't capturing me the way that the other two shows have, have. Uh, because I want to feel like, I want to feel like you, I want to feel like the way other people are. They're just like, this is the most awesome. I want to feel like that. And what I'm feeling is that this is great, but I know this is really, really good. And it's got really great things in it, but it is not as good to me as those other two were. And I don't like to say, I don't like to be comparing them like that, but that's the way it kind of feels to me. If I were going to rate the superhero shows that I've watched in the year so far, just by the two episodes that I'm seeing so far, I would put that above it's, it'd be below the other uh, three and above Jupiter's legacy. So it'd be four out of five. And that's, I don't feel good saying that, but it's, that's the way I feel. You know, I understand. See, the thing about it is, I love time paradox stuff. Like, I really enjoy time, like TV shows that talk about time, time travel. I really enjoy stuff like that. I get into it. And when I'm watching the show Loki, I'm thinking of all the different possibilities that is that can happen. Because, like I said, I'm into I'm into time. You know, this is where I just go into like you know Dragon Ball, and I tell uh, you know a lot of people one of the one of the things that I feel like Toriyama really dropped the ball on was that you know there's a there was an arc in Dragon Ball Super called Goku Black arc, where there was an evil Goku, but it was a act it wasn't actually Goku. There was a person that wished to have Goku's body. Which was weird, by the way. But <laughs> I was like telling people, like, why couldn't that just be an evil Goku? And everybody's like, uh, you can't make Goku evil. I'm like, yes, you can. By the, by the infinite universe theory and the different timelines, there can be a Goku that was evil. And I said, it just it's like I told it's like I told um a lot of people. I said when Goku landed on the planet Earth. What what made him a good person? It wasn't Grandpa Gohan. He hit his head. What if Goku never hit his head? Right. You know what I mean? Because Goku wasn't a good kid. Vegeta chose to be good. Goku's good because he lost all his memory and was basically reprogrammed. It, it was basically like 
Goku was basically a killer robot, a deaf robot that was designed to eradicate a planet. And somebody went in and wiped the memory, wiped the hard drive, and put in their own AI into it. That's literally what Goku is. Goku is only good because of his environment. And that's what and it's one of the things I think about. I love thinking about different timelines. So whenever I watch the Loki TV show, I always go like, oh man, this can happen, this can happen. And I was really getting into it when he started talking about, you know, the parts in the TV show. He started talking about, oh, if this can happen, no, nothing you could do can happen. And I was like, what is he talking about? You know, I thought about it. I was like, is that even true? But then I thought about it. He's like, yeah, he's right. If we show up at a certain time, I left for example. Oh, yeah, I was saying, if we fun, show, I, this sounds like yeah. we're, we're going to get okay. spoilers. Yeah, uh, spoilers. Okay. So, uh, well, you you really liked it, or would you say you loved it? You loved it. <clears throat> I liked it. Uh, I liked yeah. it, uh, did, but didn't love it. So that's <clears throat> that's our impression of of the mm-hmm. non spoiler impressions of it. So let's go ahead and, and jump into spoilers. I know the parts you're talking about. This is uh, so just as background, um, the Loki that they're hunting uh, is somehow evading capture, unlike the who knows how many other Lokis they've apparently been captured. And, and first of all, isn't that kind of a fucked up thing to find out that like, you're literally one of the, the most, uh, you're one of the most, uh, captured and eliminated people in the, in all of history that they, yeah. And he even, uh, Loki even gets to see alternate versions of himself. Uh, very interesting alternate versions. I'd say, um, that, you know look like various like i one of them looked like sort of hulked out and another one for some reason probably was either a cyclist or uh or you know <laughs> soccer player or something i don't know why yeah. so <laughs> but all that being said they're like why can't we find this variant and you know loki being smart it's, it's he can like i'm smarter than all of you and he figures out oh well there this loki is you know, figured out that you guys are dumb. <laughs> Basically, you guys are yeah. dumb. You you guys, instead of looking for, always looking for like variances in the in the 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 time stream that'll go against the sacred timeline, you sh- you should have been looking for that. But instead, you ignored parts of the of the time stream where something apocalyptic happens and you know many many people die. And so yeah. that person can got, kind of hang out around apocalypses and, you know, constantly go back to an apocalypse and y'all will never find them because you're not looking for them. So that yeah. was that was very smart. And I, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy that. And I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. Like if they're going to be blind, they're going to do a blind spot, <clears throat> then, well, why the hell not hide in their blind spot? Yeah. And it makes sense because it's like if we show up, like real good example, if we show up, five minutes before the levee breaks in new orleans no matter what we do we're not going to be able to save nothing we do will save new orleans at that moment you know what i mean yeah and it's like it's like the same thing when they went to pompeii he can literally scream out and tell people that pompeii is about to erupt first of all they're not going to believe him you know they're not going to believe him and then when it finally erupts it's a wrap there's nothing you could do you know, and it makes sense. It's just, it is what it is. It just makes yeah. sense. Well, and, you know, there's some, some implications in there that are kind of fucked up. Like, 
You know, and I, I do love the fact that, like I said, in this episode, the writers really were like, all right, the audience is going to have some questions. Hell, we got some questions about this damn story. So, you know, about time travel and about maintaining the sacred timeline and about punishing people for deviating from the sacred timeline. And I love the fact that Loki literally was like, there ain't no free will then. I mean, if you... If if as soon as someone exercises their free will, y'all kill them, then there's no such thing. The only people who have any freedom in re- in reality are us, those of us who are in the TVA, because we're not in the time stream. Therefore, we our choices and stuff are actually ours, and not somebody else enforcing our choices. And which I thought was mm-hmm. an you know that's you know I've been thinking that too. I'm sure lots of people are like, well, there can't be any free will if you know every time you do something that's deviates from yeah you know they they come to eliminate you yeah <clears throat> and this is one of those things that I've, I've i've always asked people can you have free will over an omnipotent being or om- knows, an omniscient and omnipotent yeah. yeah like somebody that knows everything that you're going to do what you will do and what you have done do you truly have free will over that being no you might think you do but you don't that's and that's this, one of the yeah, things this is a, actually a, this is an issue in in philosophy uh and i would argue in science also because determinism um sort of excludes uh free will as as a choice and i i mean the idea is that and i, I kind of I don't know that I believe any of that stuff, but at least in the in the terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there is free will. <clears throat> you know that, that there's free will because the TVA exists. If the TVA mm-hmm. didn't exist, there wouldn't be any free. There would be uh, there wouldn't be free will because there would be no reason for it. If the TVA has to exist in order to you know x people out of the safe uh, from the sacred timeline, then clearly there's free will. Mm-hmm. Um, but the free will only exists because there's there's an infinite multiverse, and these guys are trying to cut down, you know, keep the multiverse down to to just one single universe, one single mm-hmm. timeline. <clears throat> and you know that also begs the question, like, oh well, and and Loki again asks, well, how do y'all know y'all got it right? And what are they doing? These guys have these timekeepers. They have all this time. They haven't figured out the future. You know, they don't know the future. And so there's a what we're seeing in this episode is a and, you know, in the first episode, we're like, oh, these the TVA is, you know, they're godlike. And now I think we're pulling that back and being like, well, someone has some sort of godlike powers. But the TVA is just people by, you know, people who follow the the, the, yeah, orders. the you know, yep. follow the orders. They're not really godlike. They've got some pretty you know sweet powers but clearly they can be killed they can be out thought they are not smart they're not smarter than anybody in particular they're not you know they don't have the master plans it's kind of like if you know if god's like i've got a plan for your life and just trust me do what i tell you and you don't have access to that plan all you have access to is whatever god tells you to do that's essentially what the timekeepers are doing so And that really, and then it came down, and I'm not even, not even kidding. It literally came down to Mobius saying, "Oh, I just have faith in it." And so I was like, 
you don't know that you're doing the right thing. You you've just been taught your whole life, probably literally his whole life. Who know and who knows how old Mobius is? <clears throat> that the rules come from above. If they come from above, they're right. Do them, and then everything's fine. Don't do them; things are not fine. That that's you know that's pretty much it. And I think for better or for worse, probably for the worse for the TVA, I'd say. They brought Loki in, and that's the dumbest fucking thing you could do if you want to maintain an orderly organization like the TVA. He is not yeah. going. He is not going to be good for that. Or I, if if they are still intact in the way that they are now, at the end of this, <clears throat> one, they're lucky, and two, the writers of this show have really dropped the ball because Loki should. Anytime Loki shows up. And he's not immediately executed by the TVA. They know that they're they're asking for trouble, so yeah, they must be desperate. I think they really must be desperate, and for good reason. We saw. Um, speaking of, what do you think about <laughs> girl Loki, female Loki, what lady Man, Loki? Makes sense. Infinite universe. There's probably a, f- you know what it is, female Thor. Well, I I will tell you this. <clears throat> That's actually I, I. We don't know if it's for sure. That could be anybody, because it could be female Loki. It could be someone that's taken his place. It could be uh, any of that stuff. She's wearing horns, and she, you know she's got similar magic. But there is another character that has magic similar to Loki's. That is Enchantress. So it could yeah. could be Enchantress. Enchantress. It could be Enchantress. It could but, it could well, be, it could be Lady didn't Loki. Didn't they uncanonize also. it? Didn't well, they uncanonize uh, what's it called? Enchantress, but that's the thing is that was just in Agents of Shield. But she could still she could be around. The other thing is yeah. is that this could be Lady Loki because Loki, you know, people people who are not super familiar with Loki probably don't know this, but he can change. He well he, he can change his form straight up. Mm-hmm. He's you know I was telling Jennifer this uh, the other day. We were, cause we're, you know, sitting thinking about Loki, and I'm like, hey, he doesn't have to be anything. He's a technically he's a frost giant, right? And and, and honestly, what's the call did say? Marvel did say he's he has no gender. Yeah, why well, he can? Cha- that's the thing. He can change his gender. He's the he is the uh you know the god of mischief, for like yeah. for real. He's the god of mischief. So part of that is he's his magic allows him to change his form. And he's done it before. He's he's literally changed his gender. He's changed his age. He's changed you know his size. He can do any of that stuff. So peg, trying to peg him down, and and also he's a god. And when have gods ever been, you know, subject to our our way of thinking, our way of mm-hmm. looking at the world, and our way of like you know attaching moral whatever to our form. They, he's he's the god of mystic do whatever the hell he wants so <clears throat> the fact that this is lady loki doesn't it doesn't bother me it excites me because i i'm like you guys y'all are going in y'all are ready to really play around with who loki is because he's out he is having to face himself and uh yep. and by the way i want i want to say you're right on the money about him about loki loki being on top of of things early on in the in the in the episode uh with with trying to stall him out um when lady loki was clearly floating around yeah so that's that was a that was good stuff right there 
Yeah. And, you know, and also, like I said, I remember I said the last thing I said, I predict that this Loki variant is actually just wanted. I said this Loki variant probably is not even really a bad person because I was because everyone was like people like some of my friends who watch the show, too, are like, how do you know that they're not a bad person? But I was like, they're directly attacking T, uh, TVA people and they're not harming other people in the timeline. I say, you're, I say, uh, guys, remember he, uh, at the time we thought it was, you know, he say so he gave candy to the boy and left the boy alone. I said, he's not harming nobody. And it's like the same thing. Except, the, acts except the TVA, except the, except TV. the TVA. He's <laughs> that, that, the, that Loki wants to bring down the TVA. And I was telling people, I said, I bet you that Loki's not a bad person. They want to bring down the TVA, and for good reason. The TVA is killing trillions of people. Right. They want to put their own, uh, what's it called, authority over the timeline. And what gives them that right? They are not the. They are not the living tribunal. They are not the one above all. They have no right to what they are doing. They are no better than Thanos. Honestly, they're actually worse than Thanos. Right. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And there's, I mean, there's another aspect. Of, I mean, I, I don't know that I'll say that that lady Loki is good. There's clearly another agenda. At work well, I won't say he's good. I just, she's not bad. Yeah, she's not a bad person. There's a, and there's another agenda that they're that Lady Loki's working on. We're not sure um, exactly what or why, <clears throat> or where, where what her ultimate end game is. Uh, I mm-hmm. suspect it's going to, as you say, the taking the TVA down and I suspect that the plan that was executed at the end of the episode is probably going to be you know it's a way to draw all of the all of the you know the soldiers out to make it in you know invading the the actual TVA much easier Uh, because of the way that you know she kind of sent all of these different devices around in order to mess with the time stream so I won't be surprised if next episode it's going to be on the interior of the TVA. Um, so, but that that was you know that was a really that was a real highlight to me of the of the episode. I think that's maybe that's my issue is with the with the episode is that that stuff like that like that was fun like going to Pompeii and and you know going to the rocks cart the wall the futuristic. You know, uh, futuristic Walmart rock song. You know, who, first of all, speaking of rocks cart, I didn't think you could make Walmart worse. But then they added Roxon onto it, and Roxon if is like one of the absolute worst, cor- you know, corporations. It's it's a very ubiquitous corporation in the Marvel universe. Yeah, in, but it's uh, also it it's also it's also generally awful. Like yeah, they're in uh, I know they're in uh, what's that game? They're in Marvel uh, Spider-Man, but like yeah, anytime they they're in anything, they're either polluting something, they're developing something awful that can be exploited or used. They're just being generally terrible bad actors, or some fucking supervillain is trying to break in and steal their super secret weaponry shit that's gonna be bad if it's in the pan of bad. I'm like they are literally a source of horrible things. Like Aim looks at Roxanne is like, you know what? We need to step our game up. That's that's how Roxanne <laughs> is, and so they decided 
we got to get into the Walmart business, and they they make they make a Walmart, um, which sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds terrible. Um, they're gonna so sell th- you TV. They're gonna <laughs> sell you TVs that blow up and and cause a nuclear or explosion. something. They probably have subliminal, you know, subsonic advertising slash mind control built into their you know into their Amazon. Uh, fire sticks or something. I don't know. Roxon, if you can make it awful and and perfect for an, an evil super genius to take advantage of, Roxon's your your corporation. So that's, that's right. I'm shitting on the Roxon Corporation, but trust me, they suck. Uh, <laughs> so it's that was interesting that you know Roxon is you know that's the, that's going to be the uh, where ten thousand people are going to die. You know, and, and then they go to this place and and it's just a setup so i'm just like i love how loki was like i'm the superior loki and i'm like are you though like are you no one believe and not at not one person believes he's the superior loki except <laughs> this motherfucker did totally call it first he called he he was like this is the way it's happening this is where it's happening when we go in i should probably go with mobius but oh uh, you know, Hunter 15, I guess you gotta get your own damn way. And then he's like, is that, is that Loki? If that, yes, that's, that's Loki. And she still gets the drop put on her. So <laughs> I think it's, if anything, this, uh, this show is showing Loki is pretty awesome. <laughs> he's, a pretty, he's pretty great. I just don't understand how it's like you said that whole time. I'm just going like, he tried to warn you guys, and you guys still fell for it. You know, it's just, uh, and he called it the whole way, and everyone, no one believed him. Yeah, no one believed. Well, him. I mean, would you believe Loki? I'm being serious. If you know anything, would you believe him about anything? The motherfucker could say, "Oh, the bathroom's down the hall." I'm like, I'm sure it is. I'll walk upstairs. Thank you. I, I don't believe you. I don't believe that. He's, he's kind of known for that. Um, so I, I, I get it, you know, better safe than sorry. <clears throat> um, let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about Loki needing to like put some reps in and put some reps in like on the, you know, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu mat or something. That motherfucker can't fight. He got, he yeah. got, he ain't got no hands, no hands whatsoever. Cause I'm yeah, like, he, <laughs> what happened? What is happening right here? You're literally getting thrown around. Don't tell me like, oh, I got him right where I want him. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, that, I was like, what was this? What's this fight? Are you, dude, like for real? He literally yeah. fought side by side with Thor and the Warriors Three and Sif for a thousand years. A thousand years. Where's your fight game? What do you do? Uh, come on. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> what did happen? That is true. He was just getting, yeah. he's getting thrown around by, he's getting thrown around by like Bubba. <laughs> I understand <laughs> Loki was inhabiting him, but he literally was like, the dude literally had, looked like he had like chewing tobacco in his lip and he's throwing Loki around like, I was like, come on. Come on. <laughs> I have no idea what I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That 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 I didn't think about it, but you're absolutely right. I was like, like where, where's your fight? Well, well, you can say he's fighting himself, so he knows everything that he's going to do. 
I d- so. Well, apparently everything he's going to do is just like, you know, fa- faintly struggle and then get thrown across the floor. Like, <laughs> I'd have much rather seen actual Lady Loki do that than, you know, r- r- rando Alabama and you know, just, I just, just I just like how when they set up when she finally came out the shadow, they were gonna make it like she's like this demon or this monster or ghost, and it's just oh hey look it's a chick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. know. That why they say the female is the more dangerous of the species. So oh yeah, I mean yeah. Get, she's and she's she's clearly she got this shit figured out. She's she sat up there. You saw she sat up there had like a little IED with like the time travel IED. I'm like, dang. As soon as I saw saw all of that, I'm like, either she's about to shoot this entire place into another dimension, or there's about to be some some real serious time time traveling shenanigans going on. And she totally did that. And no one's yet. And you know what the thing is? Remember, she's also killed a bunch of the TVA uh, squads who very easily handle Loki. Which, to be fair to Loki, now I'm not going to shit on him on this point because he didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, I mean, how would he know? Yeah. So, but still, uh, it's it's just a bad fight. <laughs> it was not a good fight. Uh, did not acquit himself well, I think. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, I have to say, I absolutely loved how that thing ended because I always was asking myself, how are they going to make the multiverse if, because, you know, my thought was the show was going to end with Loki breaking out of TVA and then I don't, that would allow, uh, what are those things to spawn off? But it will only spawn off sort of like in the present. So I just said to myself, how would that happen then? How would you be able to have um, what is that thing called? A multiverse. Then, then it. Then when I saw that, where she started sending all those uh, those bombs to different timelines, I was like, "There we go. This is how we create the Spider Verse or whatever verse you want to make, or the uh, uh, multiverse of madness. This is exactly how we do it. I'm all for it, and I'm happy for it. Well, and I su- I suspect that. There's going to be a little more than just like, you know, trying to do that. I think this is all about exposing the timekeepers and try- drawing them out from wherever they are. And the best way to do that is to overwhelm the TVA. The TVA has got to be out of pocket. And, you know, for the timekeeper, like, all right, I guess now I got to step in. It's like, you know, any anime, fight anime, shonen anime ever, like, the one guy is like, I'm sending my underlings to you. And that's, you know, so you got to fight your way through the TVA or the underlings. And they're pretty badass. But at some point, you know, you beat that. You know, it's, I'll, I'll, I'll put in, you know, I'll put in the word in the way you understand. And, and bleach, you know, <laughs> and bleach, <laughs> you know, you, you fight all of these, you know, um, uh, uh, what were they, what were they called? The, um, hollows. The, well, yeah, you fight, fight hollows. You're like, man, that's badass. And like, oh yeah, about them, you got to fight the the people that fight hollows now too. So you got to work your way through those guys. Oh yeah, those aren't the ultimate bad guys. There's a, so that's the timekeepers. They got they're trying to draw the timekeepers out. I think. And, yeah. And I want to see. I also note that Jonathan Majors, who uh, is 
uh, he's cast to be Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man. Uh, neither confirmed nor denied that he would maybe show up in Loki. I'd say don't expect it to happen, but if it does, do not be, you know, don't be overly surprised either. Uh, because, you know, that could be Kang as one of the, the timekeepers. So he's definitely had so, a, had his dealings with them uh, in the comics. Also, did you see how Loki kind of asked the question and also saw through their BS when he asked for all the documents <laughs> uh, for the uh, for the end of time? And they're like, "That's classified." Stop lying! You don't have no damn documents to the end of time. You don't That's have them. All the documents to the beginning of time. Those are classified. You don't have them. Because you don't. No. Stop it. Stop lying. Yeah. I was just like, this woman lying so hard right now. Well, maybe, she, maybe she doesn't actually know. I mean, there's. There well, maybe. That. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Maybe she doesn't know. But what she said is a lie in the sense when it comes to those three beings that put up they don't know what the beginning of time was because they're not god they're not they're not they don't know what the end of time is because what's technically happening is still the present i think that i think in a way they are godlike but they're worse because i think that they have they are afraid they they fought I, i think what happens is that they fought the time the the multiverse wars and they're afraid of having to do it again and Mm -hmm. in their minds the best thing to do is to take away any possibility of any other but then the one that they want uh existing and so that's what the tva is there for is just to keep the one that they want to exist but that's the thing is that you know that's hard work it's very hard work to keep so many variables running that's why the tva they've they're constantly working and it's i think it's pretty clear that there are some side universes that are still existing otherwise things like like i said before captain america living in the past shouldn't exist so i think some there may maybe we'll find out that there are some people who are sort of shielding side universes away from the TV. You know what I think? I know what I think it is. They allowed well no, that wouldn't make sense because they have to meet remember that that little line? Yeah, they're always talking about redlining. So like I said, I think that and I think the redlining, the redlining isn't like, oh, they're like, it's it's going to be the, you know, the destruction of everything. I don't think that's true. I think they're worried that if the redlines, then their ability to kind of cut that that thread so to speak to end that side universe becomes almost non-existent because once it reaches a certain point they can't cut it away yeah so yeah so i I think that that yeah and i think that there are some universes because again cap has to come back and give the shield away he can't do that unless he grows old somewhere and he can't grow old in the main timeline because you know, things that happen in the in the timeline won't happen. Uh, you know, Sharon Carter won't be born if Cap actually goes and marries, um, you know, Peggy Carter. So yeah, she'll be Sharon Rogers. Yeah. So I think that 
there's more to it and I, the timekeepers and their identity and how to get to them is at the root of it I would say so um, I didn't I think that's all the, the spoilery stuff I really wanted to, to talk about it was like I said I enjoyed the episode I think there I, I think we're gonna get a, a lot more I think this these first two episodes have been set up episodes and so it's time to get you know into the heart of the second act um, starting next week so uh, unless you had something else you wanted to share Lottie no not really yeah yes yeah, honestly pretty, pretty straightforward I think so um, but th- anyway those are our thoughts on the episode two of Loki called the variant um, what did you guys think about this episode of the show and also what did you think about our thoughts and our commentary on the episode why don't you get down there in the comments let us know what you're thinking of course you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny s1 on twitter uh, we'd love to hear from you uh hear what you got to say about this show and with that we're we're reaching the end of this uh the end of the line here so um in doing so, Lottie, you know what? I know you're out there. Uh, you're doing your thing on, online. You're you're doing your video games and everything. Why don't you let the viewers know how they can reach you on your socials? Yeah, if you you know if you ever want to check out some uh, video game content, you can always follow me on YouTube. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Kenny Hoon Twenty Five. It is K I N I H U N Twenty Five. And then my uh, Instagram, where you'll see all of my pictures, character models, and everything. You can follow you can follow my Instagram as Anukinu. It's spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. You, know, you can always check out some all the characters I'm making. I'm actually about to drop some new characters, some new character models from a new video game that I'm coming up with. So. That sounds good. You guys uh, go check that out, like, subscribe. You know, you do all that. You know, you guys know what to do uh, to show some love uh, for Lottie. And of course, as I said before, Super Not Funny Show at gmail.com or at Super Not Funny S1 on Twitter. Um, you know, come hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking about the show. And uh, hey, uh, are you a member of the Super Not Funny Show family? What if you're not? Well, what are you doing with your life, man? Get down there, hit that subscribe button. And also hit that notification bell to let you know when we drop new content on the Super Not Funny Show. And we do that every week. New reviews, new reactions, and of course, the Supercast. Uh, because, you know, we like talking about superhero stuff. Alright, all you fabricants and flesh bags. Uh, it's been fun on the Supercast this week. Thanks to, once again to Lottie for joining, uh, joining me on the Supercast. And... Um, Thank you guys for joining us this week as well, and we appreciate you. Come back next week. We're going to talk about Loki Episode 3. Uh, it'll be fun. We're calling it Living La Vida Loki, and uh, it, sh- it should be it should be a crazy fun time. We're really looking forward to it, so um, come check back with us next week. Until then, I have been Mode Poupe, your resident fabricant and comment extraordinaire on all things pop culture. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. See ya.